This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Now, here's your host, Wes Bleed. And hello from WQA Radio. Thanks for joining us. This is podcast number 13. In this edition, we'll be joined by WQA Technical Affairs Director, Eric Yegi. We'll talk about some of the contaminants and research he's tracking, and we'll look ahead to the WQA convention and a discussion on the connected home. The technology that's being developed is changing the way we think about point of use and point of entry treatment and what can be accomplished with that type of treatment. We have three great panelists who are going to be at that session and talking to everybody about where that whole uh, where that whole topic is headed. Later, we'll get a regulatory update looking at Washington, D.C., and we'll have this week's WQA tip. Up next, my conversation with WQA Technical Affairs Director Eric Yeagy. And joining me now on this podcast is Eric Yeagy. Eric is the Technical Affairs Director at WQA, and we appreciate your joining us and talking to us a little bit about technical affairs. Eric, welcome to the program. Thank you. Tell me about technical affairs. Just what is it that you and your team do? A big part of the focus of the technical affairs group is advocacy for the industry. So we keep track of the threats and the opportunities that face the industry. We go to various conferences and provide presentations on those topics and also make connections with regulatory officials and researchers at those conferences. We also uh, track the latest research on topics that pertain to our industry, and we advise the WQRF uh, with their research initiatives. And you have some role, I would imagine, in a lot of the technical papers and, uh, and tip sheets and various sheets and programs and, and PDFs and downloadable documents that members can take advantage of. We provide a lot of technical content for the association. Um, We also help with providing technical support to other departments who are working to develop content for their programs. Right, Right. and so how how can members take advantage of all this work? In terms of the advocacy, of course, the advocacy is intended to benefit the entire industry. The latest research uh, that is available on various topics is available through WQA. If you as a member contact us and say you'd like to know if there's any research on a new topic that's impacting you, we will look that up and and let you know what we know about it. And also we would appreciate that if you come across research which you feel is important to the industry that you would share that with us so that we are aware of it. The WQRF research is also of course intended to benefit the entire industry. And people who are interested in investing in the WQRF can get involved through contacting Carrie Pantel. Um, the, also, you can get involved in helping with the WQRF research through volunteering to be on one of the research task forces. So let's look at this year so far, 2017, couple of months in the books already as we speak here on this podcast. What kinds of things are you noticing already as far as trends or issues are concerned? Of course, lead is still a big concern all across the country. One of the interesting things we're seeing with lead is that there's a renewed focus now on the schools. Schools had been traditionally kind of overlooked. We didn't do a lot of testing or monitoring in schools, and it wasn't really required. And now there's a lot of legislative 
focus on on putting together plans that would require testing in schools. So that's exciting and that's good. The renewed or the interest in lead and corrosion has brought up the old issue of whether or not softeners cause corrosion. And we've done a, there's been a lot of research into that topic. We have that research available to members if this topic comes up in your area. And there's a lot of conclusive research which shows that cation exchange water softening does not make the water corrosive. The, there's a lot of emerging contaminants that we've been tracking. There's, of course, the polyfluorinated carbons. There are uh, issues like strontium, 1,4-dioxane, pharmaceuticals. And it, since the advent of our green plumbing codes, we've had a lot. We've been using a lot less water, which has led to outbreaks of opportunistic pathogens. So one of the exciting sessions we're going to have at our show is we're going to have some talks on Legionella, and one of the speakers there will be Dr. Janet Stout, who is a leading expert on Legionella in the United States. And by show, you mean the upcoming WQA convention and exposition. Uh, March 28th through the 31st in Orlando, Florida. Got to make sure we get all of that in there Absolutely. so everybody knows what we're talking about. But Absolutely. if you want to call it a show, uh, that's good too. You know, it is a show. But but education sessions that it come to mind now. So that's one of many examples of uh, education sessions on technical and science and and all kinds of things that people will want to become uh, aware of and make themselves uh, uh, or take advantage of, I should say. Absolutely. The one I'm most excited about is the connecting the connected home session. Uh, the technology that's being developed is changing the way we think about point of use and point of entry treatment and what can be accomplished with that type of treatment. We have three great panelists who are going to be at that session and talking to everybody about where that whole uh, is where that whole topic is headed. So our three panelists will be Steve Wilson from Echo Water, we're going to have Mike Mecca from Performance Water, and also Frank Bergano from KX. So when you talk about the connected home, you're talking about the Internet of Things, the idea of connecting home appliances and whatnot to apps on your mobile device, as an example, and keeping track of information. I, I assume that's what we're talking about. Absolutely. If you think about what we are currently capable of monitoring in real time with say a water softener your water softener is sitting there figuring how much water you're using and trying to calculate when the best time would be for it to regenerate while it's doing that could it also be monitoring for water use patterns that would indicate a leak for example very good that's all coming up at uh, at, at convention and if you are not registered now is the time to do so. Go to wqa.org slash convention. All right, uh, Eric Yegi, Technical Affairs Director. Last question is just making sure that people know how to stay on top of the issues and the trends you're watching. What's the easiest way, uh, you know, as far as our website is concerned or getting a hold of you and your team? I would encourage people to stay on top of what's in the WQA e-news. We do keep people up to date on what we are, what we feel are the most important topics of the day through our membership publications like the e-news. You can also get involved with technical issues specifically by volunteering to join the Water Sciences Committee. And that Water Sciences Committee is one of several committees that WQA members belong to and contribute to. So it's a, it's a great way to get involved 
and give back to the industry. Absolutely. No matter what your expertise is, if it's not technical, there's still a committee for you. There's <laughs> committees covering all the important topics which impact our industry. Eric, uh, not enough time to really go into more detail, but uh, we'll have you back again and talk more about some of these issues and break them down maybe in a little more detail. All right. Thanks a lot, Wes. Appreciate it. That's Eric Yegi, Technical Affairs Director at the Water Quality Association. Time now for our regulatory update on WQA Radio, and we say hello again to Kathleen Fultz, the Regulatory and Government Affairs Coordinator at the Water Quality Association. Kathleen, I understand you have something about lead in drinking water? Yes, so I thought that we'd uh, talk about, I'm tracking currently within our monthly bills list around 13 states that are proposing lead testing in schools and childcare facilities. I thought today we could take a closer look at what the District of Columbia is proposing. So in DC, proposed bills are introduced and passed through the territory's elected council. And DC has certainly had its own experience in addressing high lead levels in drinking water back in the early 2000s. So the Childhood Lead Exposure Prevention Amendment Act of 2017 was introduced in early January and currently proposes for the Department of General Services to locate drinking water sources and install and maintain filters for reducing lead at all drinking water sources in public schools and park and recreation facilities. It's also going to make public charter schools and child development facilities uh, locate all of their drinking water sources and additionally install and maintain filters for reducing lead in drinking water. Um, the testing will also have to be done annually as a part of this bill. And if the, com if the testing comes back with lead concentrations exceeding one part per billion, then the drinking water source would need to be shut off within 24 hours of the testing results uh, being received. And the schools would have to follow the steps for notification that are laid out in the legislation. So the next steps that we're keeping track of is the bill needs to still go through the, the council process and uh, will need to be up for a vote to become law. So stay tuned for updates on that bill. Okay, and again, that's Washington, D.C. Correct. All right, Kathleen, thank you very much. Yep. This week's WQA tip, we have a fantastic resource center on our website. You'll find publications, toolkits, WQA updates, news releases, and much more. Look for resources when you go to WQA.org. Hey, we, uh, we talked about the convention earlier in the discussion. The 2017 WQA convention and exposition is coming up very soon. You need to get registered. The convention will be held in Orlando from March 28th through the 31st. Get all the details about registration fees and housing at wqa.org convention. And renew your membership now to get the member rate for the convention. Just go to wqa.org membership. And don't forget the WQA Career Center. That's your source for the water industry's next wave of talent. Look for the Careers tab at the top of wqa.org. 
And if you like what you hear on these podcasts, please forward a link to a friend or colleague. We would appreciate that. Thank you very much. Until next time, this is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio. Listening to WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Learn more about WQA's Gold Seal product certification, professional education and certification, find certified products and water treatment providers, and find out how you can become a member all at WQA.org. Thanks for listening.